freaking go, people. What is up? What the fuck is up? We're fucking back. We're fucking back, baby. And I'm going to drop so many F-bombs because of the excitement. It has been six months since I have hopped on the mic and I am amped to be here right now. If you are an OG, number one thing you might have noticed is the new intro song. Who doesn't love a good intro amp up song? I love the vibe of a little tropical house moment. That's what we're stepping into and it's good to be back. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening, for taking the time out of your day. My name is Bella Solanot and this is 100% BS. This is a show affectionately named after my initials BS. It is total BS in the sense of totally being me. This show has been on a journey. I've been on a journey and this episode is to bring us all back and to really touch base and to kind of just um, center, recenter and tell you a little story, a little lesson learned about the world of creativity, the world of podcasting, and really more specifically, more the world of putting yourself out there, of taking on a project that is meant to be an authentic expression of yourself and what can happen along the way. Because let me tell you, it is a fucking journey. And as the episode title suggests, pressure does not always make diamonds. And I will tell you exactly why. But first, a little introduction to the show if you're new here. This show has a history of talking about incredible topics, oftentimes taboo topics that most people are a bit afraid to talk about. This show really got its legs in the time of the pandemic, in the time of COVID, when certain opinions that went against the mainstream were just not really talked about. And I've always believed in the power of discourse, in the power of free speech. And it's something that you should know that I care deeply about. I want to be able to talk about things. I want to be able to discuss. I want to be able to disagree. And I want to protect our right as human beings to express ourselves, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's difficult, even if it makes us squeal, right? We should be able to talk about things and work through ideas. That is very, very important to me and that is a huge history of the show is really me learning to use my voice and learning to work through that resistance of speaking on subjects that are difficult to talk about but to do it anyway because the only way to get to the truth, the only way to really grow and evolve is to encounter ideas that we don't like, that we don't think are the right Thing. We have to talk about it. So that's a really big theme of the show. And I think it's worth mentioning because it's something that I, I want that spirit to remain. I want that sort of rebellious spirit of open conversation and dialogue to stay. And that's what I plan on doing with guests and different conversations is to continue having those very powerful dialogues. So if you haven't, if you're new to the show, you should definitely go back and check out some of those OG episodes. Some of my favorites that really, really went deep were um, Mark Groves, incredible guest. So, so grateful to have had him on. We really went deep into kind of like the psychology of the COVID world and all of that. Not that anybody really wants to revisit that time, but it is very interesting to kind of give yourself a postmortem. And I think a lot of people sort of just moved on from that time and didn't really do much reflecting. So, and then 
you know, I've had some other incredible guests on. Uh, I mean, every single guest I've had on has been transformational. And so I just called out, out that episode because it was such a great example of going deep and being vulnerable and telling the truth of the experience, right? Um, and so now, today, I want to talk about a couple things. So number one is just that, yes, the show has been impressive and incredible but I also really have gone through like a intense journey (laughs) like I got to a point where I was putting so much pressure on the show that it wasn't fun anymore and it wasn't what I had set out for it to be and that's something I want to talk about because I think you might be able to draw a lot of parallels in your personal experience of whatever creative endeavor whatever project whatever entrepreneurial thing that you are doing that is something where you are putting yourself out there and putting yourself into something that it can get difficult and it can have moments of putting pressure, putting the right amount of pressure, putting the, you know, just being hard on yourself for it to be better. And there's a balance, right? It's it's really important to figure out when you have the right balance of putting pressure on yourself to perform versus when it's too much and it's losing the magic. So for me and the show, I... I really decided to pause for the last six months because a my intuition just told me it was time my intuition was like just very clear on it being time to pause and pour myself into other projects and I think you know as this tends to happen my higher self my intuition kind of knew that if I gave myself the chance to pour myself into the other projects and be a creator of a different kind and just put the podcast on the back burner for that moment that I would kind of re- remember what it's like to create from the heart and to be in that flow. And that's something I've really developed in this, just the first three months of this year of 2023 is shifting into a very wonderful flow of creativity and creation and production and output that is very well balanced, a mix of being disciplined in, you know, writing and creating videos and showing up on social media and building my brand, but also is flowy and creative and lets the heart speak out, right? Let's the heart kind of take the wheel, the soul take the wheel. So the reason I paused was because I was putting so much pressure on the show and something actually really interesting happened when uh, at the end of the year, Spotify like does the whole Spotify wrapped and if you're a podcaster, they give you a bunch of stats on your podcast. And this was like a big sign that I knew it was right to pause because um, one of the stats that 100% BS got was that we were in the top 10% of most shared shows. And any other sane person would be like, that's amazing. Like, good job, right? My first thought was literally, and by the way, I want to caveat this by saying like, I'm literally hard on myself like this. And I, this is not how I look at other people. I think that's really important to recognize is like, we're our own worst critic and we don't tend to apply that same critique to other people. So don't, think that this is like how I view other people. This is literally me being a fucking dick to myself. So anyway, the point is I get that stat and I was like, so what? Who cares? Like that's not like that's, you know, probably a lot of people get that. Like you're not that special. Like, holy shit. Can we talk about fucking self-sabotage? Like, yes, that is literally what my first thought was. And I knew right after I was like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, why are you taking 
all of the magic and recognition out of something that you poured your heart into that incredible people have come on, right? Like this is the dark side of these creative endeavors, I think, is our ego, the little devil on our shoulder, like can get really fucking loud. Like that voice sometimes says some shit that you're like, who the fuck said that? Like, this is why side note, I believe sometimes we have like, I don't know, just darker energies working around us, especially when we're trying to do something of love and light. So that's an aside. But yeah, that was my fucking reaction was to be like, so what? Who cares? Like, you're not that good. Like, I was like, okay, like that is, whew, it, let's, let's slow down here for a second. So that's why I paused, right? I knew that I needed to connect back to my why and my intention and just come back to the pure center, right? Like, why am I doing this? Like, why the fuck am I sitting on a mic talking to you and telling you a story of some kind? Like, why am I doing that? I needed to answer that question. and I needed to also show myself that I could create without results meaning that I like I needed to show that myself that I was able to create something and put something out there and feel happy and fulfilled even when the results weren't there and in like the social media world that's huge because you're gonna make videos and put all this time and effort into things and some days no one fucking sees it or it doesn't get a lot of likes or like the you know the typical thing where you want it to look good and be received and people to comment and all the thing but the fucking algorithm has other plans that day right so I needed to show myself that I could get back into the creative swing of things and claim my identity as a content creator and really do that consistently with or without the result. That was really important because the pressure that that I had been putting on the podcast was this kind of thing where it was becoming more about numbers on a screen than connecting to human beings. And it's pretty vulnerable to put this out there because I think you know, it shows a side of me that maybe people didn't know existed, but this is just the real real of like when you're doing a project. And I think multiple things can be true. Like I, of course, always have and now for sure always will care about the community. And that's why this, you know, 100% BS 3.0, which I'll get into, is this new version and, and really addresses sort of the wounds of before, which were just not prioritizing the connection to the audience, the community, the fucking human being, the you. Like I'm talking to someone, you are listening to this in your beautiful ears that are divinely constructed for you to take in information. Like that's a real human being that I'm talking to. And I think I got to a point of just thinking about how many downloads that turned into on a fucking screen, right? Like that was a deviation from the why and that turned into this pressure of oh I'm not good enough if no one listens to the episode or I'm not good enough because of this or it doesn't matter if I have a good guest on like I suck for some reason because the show's not taking off right like these are the dark thoughts and the shit that comes up when you put yourself out there and start a creative project I think this is why I'm, I'm so fascinated by the creative act and like the spiritual endeavor of creativity I just started this brand new YouTube series that's called getting out of your own way. And it's going to dive really deep into this world of creativity. And it's not just, you know, for the people who literally paint and write and do art in the way that we think art is. It's really that human experience of putting something out there that is an authentic expression of you, whether that be a business, a product, a service, or, you know, an online brand, a podcast, a, a blog, whatever it is. And, 
I started that series because there is so many really deeply rooted like spiritual human experiences, like existential experiences that are tied to that creative act, to the endeavor of making something. And it's something that I definitely learned a lot about through this show. And so when I saw that I was just caring about the numbers and that I was literally just like self-sabotaging, beating myself up about things that it just, it wasn't like it was helping me. Like, it's not like I was being hard on myself in an effective way where it made me want to work harder. Like, it just made me feel like shit. <laughs> so it wasn't working, clearly. And that's why I paused. And that's why pressure does not always make diamonds. Sometimes pressure just makes you fucking crack and have to stop altogether. Which, in the end, you know, pressure can definitely lead to a very, a very powerful breakthrough, of course, because it made me realize where I was deviating from the path and the plan in terms of what my soul wanted me to do, right? Like I was deviating from that. So pressure showed me that that's what I was doing, but it's not like it helped make the show into this beautiful thing. Sure, long-term now, I think it will have helped. But the point is in the moment, the pressure did not make a diamond. It made a turd that was upset at itself and self-sabotaging and had terrible self-talk and just thought that she sucked. And I... (laughs) That's just not what I want. That's not what it's supposed to be like when you are creating a life that is led by your soul and that is an authentic expression of who you are. Like, I have chosen to essentially live a life as a form of an artist, a creator. And yes, it will have ups and downs, but I'm not here to do that and make myself feel like shit. <laughs> so frankly, that's kind of what that I mean by pressure doesn't always make diamonds. So, BS 3.0. I think we're on 3.0 because I'm counting by the number of cover arts that we've had because those tend to be like the biggest shift. I think we're on three. Anyways, I'm calling it Bella Bella, 100% BS with Bella Solonaut 3.0. And this is going to be number one. I think the biggest shift is probably energetic, which is not something necessarily that you can like obviously touch, but you can feel that. And to me, that's what really matters. I actually had a whole Reiki cleansing, like clearing session done for me in the podcast. Like I, a full hour of my mentor and healer, like helping clear the stagnant energy, the negative energy, all that shit that was tied between me and this show. Again, had nothing to do with like the guests and all that, just me and my relationship to the show. And I had a whole Reiki clearing done. And we were like, we're going to usher in the new version of this show that is so much truer, that is so much more pure to me as an entity, as a person who is multifaceted and has interests and is led by her heart and wants to share things with people and wants to expand your mind. That is what I'm here to do. And I am so excited by the idea of knowing that light bulbs will go off in your head and your perspective will change and you will learn something new that helps you change the way you live life in a more positive way. That is so exciting to me. And that is what I want to tap into is that exciting energy of what is fucking possible. Like we are on this insane journey on this planet floating in the fucking universe that we are one with. We are one with that universe. And we are these little life forms with consciousness and awareness. And through our life, we go through all these interesting trials and tribulations and we gain these stories and these beliefs and we start to shove ourselves into a box. 
And then one day we're like, why the fuck did I do this? I hadn't, I did not need to shove myself into a box. This is dumb. And we're like, let me try to live in a different way. And that is one string of the intention, which is very broad, but really just to bring that expansiveness. I think for me personally in my journey, just the power of our minds to wrap themselves around concepts and wrestle with ideas until they make sense and have conversation and the power of other people to show us how we can change our mind is incredible. For me, like that was one of the biggest growths for me in in college, especially I remember I had a, a friend group that was just fascinating to be around because of the conversations we had and your brain, your thoughts affect your reality. We know that because of Dr. Joe Dispenza and neuroplasticity. So the point is 3.0, I want to bring that new energy. We've cleared the slate. I'm a new fucking person. I feel like the truest version of me that I've ever been. And of course, I will continue to evolve and change. But I'm really coming into this with that refreshed energy. And I, I really hope that you guys can feel it and, and hear it in my voice. I think that I, you can probably hear it in my voice. Um, and so in terms of logistics of the show, you know, we're still going to have a mix of solo episodes and having guests and all that and really just rooted in that importance of conversation of self-expression honesty exploring spirituality and the way that all that plays out in our lives and most importantly just connecting to you the listener just being here with you and knowing that I am speaking to a soul and that this person that I'm talking to has so much to offer the world and has so much they can bring out in themselves that already exists within them. And to me, connecting with someone and opening yourself up, your heart and your mind, to new ideas, to perspectives, to conversation can have a beautiful butterfly effect. And that is really, really fucking special. And that's what I want to continue with this. At the same time, also knowing that I'm here to express myself. I'm here to be honest. I'm here to tell the fucking truth and to say what I really believe. And even if it's, you know, controversial, even if it makes me uncomfortable, the listener uncomfortable, that is huge. One of my number one personal values is honesty and truth, telling the fucking truth, being authentic to the experience that I'm having, to the experience of the world, to whatever it is. And that is huge. I really, really want to do that. And this podcast already in this journey of the past three years has helped me to develop that. So I talked a little bit about why pressure doesn't always make diamonds, but I do want to touch on it, touch on it a little bit more to provide you with some insights of what I've learned and how we can kind of apply that moving forward. Because like I said, this podcast is in the end a creative endeavor. I really think when a person chooses to do something that is an extension of themselves, their interests, their passions, it's creativity. You are creating something. You're bringing something into the world. And it's very interesting because, you know, if you were to ask me, Bella, I really want to be more creative. I want to make more things. Let's say you have a blog and you really want to write more. And you're like, I feel like I'm kind of stuck and overthinking it. Like, what do I do? And my answer is going to be some mix of saying that you do want to have some discipline, right? So there's a difference between pressure is like this looming ego 
that wants it to come out perfectly and it to be received well and it's kind of pressure I would say is like on the spectrum toward the ego side right and then discipline is actually can be like a really loving act and I'm not referencing like the discipline that you maybe think of when you're like a kid and you like get disciplined and your mom like spanks you or something Maybe that's an act of love, but that's not what I'm talking about. Obviously, obviously, I'm talking about the kind of discipline that you do with yourself as your own coach, right? Where you got to show up to the gym, you got to sit down and do the thing every Monday or every day at 9 a.m. And in the book, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield, incredible book. If you haven't read that book, fucking read it. It's incredible. I think I'm going to read it again because I'm doing this YouTube series. But he talks about having that like schedule in a sense, that discipline to sit down every day at 9 a.m. And he talks about like the muse is sort of the the divine flow that comes through us when we create something. And so the tip is to combine that ability to have discipline and say every single day for an hour or at this specific hour or every Monday, I'm going to work on blank. My personal new form of discipline with trying to be more productive and, and be more consistent with my creativity has been to have daily focuses so I used to like plot out I used to plot out my schedule daily by like hour by hour according to my to-do list so basically like I would give to-dos like a 30 minute or hour chunk but it didn't fucking work for me I don't know why maybe it works for other people but I it just like I didn't know if I I wasn't really managing guessing like how much time it was going to take the point is it was like too restrictive but then I also wasn't getting enough things done. So what I switched to doing is now I have daily focuses. So Mondays are my freelance and writing days. All I do on Monday is I write and I also do freelance writing work, right? I write for my own blog, creative writing, and I also work for a client, right? On Tuesdays, I am doing a all day creation. So I'm going to like shoot YouTube videos or I'll edit videos. I can obviously do stuff all day on like social media. Wednesday is like a behind the scenes business day. So, you know, I got to answer emails or work on like a product or a program that I'm launching. And so all like that nitty gritty stuff is done. So anyway, you get the point. The point is if you make yourself these daily focuses, then you can actually get a lot more done while allowing yourself to still flow. So like the fact that I have a solo focus for the day is great because I'm not feeling it. I end up feeling a lot more satisfied at the end of the day. And the problem before is I think with creativity is we're like waiting for inspiration to strike and we're sort of in this like looming feeling of, oh, I got to sit down and do this. So if I don't do it today, okay, I guess I'll do it tomorrow. And then like days go by, you haven't done it. And you don't feel satisfied. So back to the original question of like relating pressure, discipline, making art flow, all the things is that it's knowing how to discern what you need. So I knew for the podcast that I was putting pressure on it because of the kind of sort of self-talk I had, right? And it wasn't like I was getting myself excited to podcast more by being like, you suck, bitch, <laughs> you know, obviously. So that's why I knew, you know, the pressure was not the right kind of thing. Uh, at the same time, then when it comes to discipline, that can be really beautiful because it starts to it just helps with consistency, consistency. And I think sometimes creativity is like a skill, like a muscle that we develop, where if we sit down every day, the muse, the power, the divine creative energy is going to come through. It just does like, because we can't really plan it either. But if we make the environment for it, 
then it will happen. And that's the idea of mixing discipline with flow is flow will come through. You can't force flow, right? So you have to just create the environment for flow to happen. And I just want to speak about that because I know a lot of us struggle with, we have all these ideas and all these projects that we want to execute and and put time into, uh, but maybe we're like, you know, we're not feeling inspired or we have a lack of motivation. And so sometimes we need that balance of kind of sit your ass down and do it, but also know that you just have to create the environment for flow and that creative angel is going to come through for you. So to sort of bring this whole conversation to a nice close, I, this morning, I received a text from my mom. She sent me this really beautiful uh, photo of a journal entry that my grandma wrote. My grandma passed away a couple years ago. An amazing woman. Her name is Betsy. Um, I feel like I have her with me always because I have these ge- this uh, tattoo of geese on my arm that I got uh, just like 10 months before she passed away. And geese were something, they're like an omen for me basically. And I have also this geese pin that she gave me one of the last times I hung out with her. And um, this morning my mom sent me this journal entry that she wrote. She wrote for her entire life. She was incredible, beautiful writer and like wrote journals and diaries and was just always writing about her life and her grandkids and love and loss and travel and traditions and funny things and just like she wrote so much and for sure like the fact that I'm a writer is sort of handed down a gift from my grandmother. My mother also is a beautiful um writer. I don't know if she she knows that, but I think she is. And so anyways, my mom sent me this and I read it. It was like, it was so cute. She was talking about how I was born on January 6th and in Argentina and probably other parts of the world too, that's um, a holiday called Three Kings Day. It's like the 12th day after Christmas or something. And they like brought gifts to like Jesus or something like that. And anyway, she was just writing the letter was something like epiphany like Bella was born on January 6th and she starts to write about how that makes me like special and all these really cute things the point is not really like the contents of the of the letter even though it was really cute and like made me feel really happy it reminded me about our gifts and clearly my grandmother was very gifted at writing she did it with no pressure she was doing it for herself right she's not like she ever published a book right she was writing in her journals and her diaries and she would annotate books and she was just a prolific reader and writer and it was like her way of relating to the world and of having a relationship between herself and the things that she was learning and observing and it just reminded me this morning of how you know our gifts are natural they come about effortlessly and we're not they're not really something that we're forced into and it's only when we become an adult that we force ourselves in certain ways, right? Because things get complicated. We have more responsibilities. We've accumulated all this conditioning and stories and all this bullshit, basically, that just muddies the waters of our mind and of our soul. And reading this letter from, the, you know, this journal entry from my grandmother just reminded me of that gift that we each have. And that we have to try to maintain a sense of that purity, right? Like if I treated this podcast, this is probably a good idea, as if like it's just my private diary entry, 
then I'm going to be really free and flowing with my speech. And I'm not going to be thinking about impressing you guys and sounding smart. I'm just going to be in my authentic expression. And that's the beautiful thing about writing also for me personally is it's one of those flow states where I am not thinking about what the reader is going to think, right? I'm like, it's very interesting because you have to toe that line. A lot of people will say, you know, you got to think about what your audience wants. But in the world of art and creativity, you got to toe that line because you also want to express your true self. In the end, I think that's what the human soul is picking up on in people's art is when it is a true expression of themselves. Like there's an energetic signature in our creations that people consciously or subconsciously are picking up on. And like we know that's real because how many times have you been sitting, you know, hanging out at a party or dinner thing and then someone walks in who's super grumpy and it throws off the whole mood, right? Like that's energy that we can't see, but we fucking feel it. And we have that ability in in our bodies. So when it comes to art and creativity and creativity and your gifts, I think it's so important to try to almost like backtrack to that childlike detachment, that humanness, that human experience of just making something because you love it, because it's an expression of who you are, because you're just existing, right? It's like in Zen and Eastern philosophy, meditation is not like a practice. It's not like something you sit down and do. Meditation is just who you are. Like you're just, think about it. You're sitting there being, existing, breathing. But our human conscious logical mind wants to label that and be like, oh, you're doing a meditation. Like, no, you're just fucking existing. You're just being. And I think true creativity is that same thing. It's like the divine flow coming through you and you are just that instrument like when you play the fucking fiddle or whatever the fiddle is that vessel for art to come through and it plays such an important role but the fiddle's not like fucking overthinking if it's doing it right it's just playing and that's what we are like when we're kids when we are first tapped into our gifts and that's why I say that pressure does not always make diamonds because Probably everyone has a memory when you discovered something that you like when you were a kid, but then maybe your parents kind of turned it into like, you know, something that you had to do as a performance or like you had to fucking go even when you didn't want to. And there's nuance to that of, you know, doing things when you don't want to. But the point is, generally with our creative endeavors and with our gifts, we want to balance that ability to have discipline to sit down and do it, but to also know that the purest form is when it comes from the soul and not from the mind, not from the logic ego mind. The logic ego mind is good at building rockets and stuff, but we want our soul to build our masterpiece, right? We want the soul to hold the paintbrush. And we know that that's the best kind of shit because we feel it. We feel it in our bones, in our body, in our heart. And we can't really tell what exactly it is, but it has that energetic signature of pure soul matter. And that is something I think to strive for and to try to step into. So as it relates to the podcast, I believe that when you know we're tapped in and speaking to each other and expressing our thoughts, we want to avoid feeling like there's pressure because that's how we self-censor. 
that's how we've gotten ourselves into this very weird cultural situation where people are speaking as caricatures. They use their voice in a way where they're saying things because they want to be perceived a certain way. They want to be right. They want to fit into their group. They don't want to be socially exiled, just as a small example. And I feel like that's a departure from the authentic expression of humanity and how beautiful it can be when we show up as our true selves, as our as our imperfect selves, and are willing to speak and connect despite that or even because of it. So with the show, I want to bring that energy. I want to invite people to speak openly and us to share ideas and just speak from the heart and bring in obviously logic and reasoning when it's needed. Of course, it's very important, but to just have that core energy of self-expression, of honesty, of truth, of authenticity, and of providing the listener, providing you with something that is going to expand your mind and your heart at the same time. That's something that just is so important to me. And I think it's like that indescribable magic that we're also drawn to is when we're at a concert and we're almost in a trance staring at the stage and listening to the music and feeling it in our bones because it's so real and so pure and it opens us up to a realm of possibility that maybe we didn't even know was there. So the freedom of expression and all of that and taking the pressure off, I think that's how we should do the show. I think that's how we should continue forward and it's going to evolve. It's going to grow. It's going to change, but I'm just really fucking excited to be back. I'm just so, so grateful. And this, I think serves a great episode generally for understanding the, the rule of creativity, but also to just bring us back in to what is to come. And I'm so, so excited about this. I just can't reiterate enough. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you share it with a friend or share with me what you loved about it. Send me a DM, send me a note on Instagram or wherever. Instagram's the easiest place to reach me. Uh, and let me know what you think. I, I would love to know what resonated. If you have any additional thoughts, additional tips, share them with me. I, I would love to connect with you more. And if this episode was exciting to you, definitely make sure you check out my YouTube channel. It's at Bella Solonot, just my name as the YouTube channel. There's amazing content on there all about wisdom and and ancient philosophy. And now we have a whole creativity series happening. I'm really excited about that. It's a great way to kind of get more uh, visually stimulating learning, um, learning experience. And yeah, that's it. I will uh, let you guys find me where you want to find me. And be sure to check out the show notes because depending on when this is released and the timing of it all when you're listening to it there might be different things going on so make sure you check out all the show notes and um i will see you on the next one thank you so much for being here and now let us rock out to my beautiful exit music Mm -hmm.